1: Israel, hanisunim it's <laughs> a haomdim that's <laughs> a row, Vashidya. Ha, um, team, we Israel,
2: hanisunim it's a
3: Over the second night it starts, he said to me The Omer is counted for seven weeks, you see Between Pesach and Shavuot, you know mathematically There must be 49 days to count the Omer He said the reason for this habitual device The sixtieth day of Nisan was the Omer sacrifice After this we just take the Torah's good advice. There must be forty nine days to count the Omer. Forty nine days to count the Omer. After it starts, Mark. At the end of Avi, Steve. Do it in Shul, Shmuel. Just count with me. Look for the stars, Tamar. Just be sure to make the bracha. So till day 33, no haircut can be done in the 49 days of the Omer. If on an evening you forgot to count, well do not fret. Say it the next morning without a blessing and you're set. But forgetting the next day and counting next year's all you get in the 49 days of the Omer. 49 days of the Omer. After it's dark, Mark, at the end of my reed, steam. Do it in shul, shmuel, just count with me. Look for the stars tomorrow, just be sure to make the bracha.
1: Loisiro Mi Pajalo lo Hilo lo la la, la la Hey my sin. I am a mimini
0: JM and the AM, Ellie Schwabel. It's called We Are One off of the Hearts Mind C D. Benny Freeman had Bishem Hashem. Schlock Rock with forty nine days to count the Omer. Now I don't know how many people out there remember the original. Um, but the, how I'm trying to see when this when this was released. It was on the woodschlock album. I don't know what year it was, but boy, it's going back a while. And that was Schlock Rock volume number nine. Imagine that um 49 days to count the Omer day 11 by the way for those of you who have uh, uh made sure to keep up those of you who have not made sure to keep up you can count right now day 11 and uh that's one week and the four days uh before that Shalom done by Simcha Leiner. you heard the Maccabees and Achenu the only one that was the Moshav band we had the we had the amazing privilege of being um uh at Club Kosher in Puerto Rico for for Pesach, and one of the people we had the great privilege of meeting and schmoozing with was Yehuda Solomon of the Moshav Band. What an incredible person, really amazing, and a great performer. Uh, there he is with his group, uh, with the only one. And Regesh, Moda Ani, opening things up, and we say good morning. J.M. the A.M. Wednesday on this May the 4th, day 26 in the month of Nisan, the year 5776, a day away from Yom HaShoah. Tomorrow is Holocaust Remembrance Day. And we'll observe it, of course, here at JM and the A.M. Day 11, as I said in the counting of the Omer, 51 degrees outside. Showers today with a high temperature of 54. Then tonight, showers early, a low of 48. Looks like the rain will continue in this area for a while. Tomorrow, cloudy skies and a high temperature, 56 degrees. Yushalayim is at 66. We're at 51 here in Jersey City, as we say good morning at JM and the A.M. Danny Danone, who is the uh, Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, is going to join us an hour from now. He's got a big announcement regarding the... Uh, Regarding his office's activities um uh in Ray uh, BDS and how he's going to be approaching the whole topic at the U.N., we'll talk about that and more. Danny Danone, the ambassador from the United Nations, or I should say from Israel to the United Nations, will be joining us here uh, about an hour from now here at JM in the A.M. Plenty more happening between now and 9 a.m. Great programming all day long on the stream at jmnam.org, including my conversation with Russell Robinson CEO of JNF, which happens at 9 o'clock this morning right after JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. A lot of amazing and uh, incredible people on that show. We get to uh, speak with him, the leader of JNF, uh, coming up at uh, 9 o'clock this morning. It's a Wednesday. JM and the AM at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. In the Sonya and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, we're at jm&m.org and, of course, on the NSN app.
1: La, 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 la.
4: I can't in and Ratte. ay, du wirst dich nicht ertrinken. ay, du wirst dich nicht ertrinken.
5: Which direction I shouldn't go, I look to you. I see the light and then it goes dark. I feel like I'm falling apart to a million pieces and I don't know where to start. As long as I believe
1: that you there. whatever I do and wherever I go,
5: I know that you care. And I'm holding on. I know that you see Please, oh
1: please, don't let go of me Please, oh
5: please, stay with me Time comes and goes, I'm lost in the fray I feel like I'm losing the way I know where to go, what to do or what to say I feel the strength that break the dawn The night comes, the moment is gone And then you stand beside me And I can move on
1: As long as I Believe that you're there Whatever I do and wherever I go I know that you care And I'm holding on I know that you see Please, oh please Don't let go of me Please open Taught me that the way we connect is through being and connected to the ways of our species. The word ASA can also be looked at as an abbreviation for I have a victim. In the eyes of the righteous, there is a pathway to us. It's living our lives in the way our species. Gotta keep your head up high You're young and you'll be smiling
0: JM in the AM. Wednesday morning, day 11 in the Counting of the Omer. Nachamu Ami, done by Aryeh Kunzler here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard uh, the Nochi Kron band and Rabos Mach Stay With Me, the Waterbury Yeshiva album with the title track. Avremel, Avram Fried had, Yiddish, uh, had the Yiddish medley from Yankel Yankel. The Tahar with like Man, and you heard We Are One, done by Eli Schwebel. Here at JM in the A.M. A minute before 7 o'clock. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. Everyone getting back into their regular routine after the big holiday. And I thank you for tuning in to us every single weekday morning between 6 and 9 a.m. Much appreciated no matter where you are. No matter where you are, you can comment on our app, the NSN app. Make sure you install it. It's the NSN app for Android and iPhone. And um, you get an opportunity to... uh Go to the home screen of the app and comment away, whatever you wish to tell us. In fact, I see that uh, last night during the 9 at 9, conducted by Yossi Zweig, uh, which is on Tuesdays at 9 p.m., and I believe this week was a cappella, right? I believe he did an a cappella version in honor of Sphera. Uh A whole bunch of great comments that uh, were coming through during that hour, with people listening from all over the place. Um... So you could use that opportunity to comment and let us know where you are. Much appreciated. Uh, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and to. sponsored WFMU U.E. Star, interview MFU Mount Hover, Franklin County at 91.9 on the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. Sonya and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. We'll check out what's happening with NORPAC about an hour from now. Also at the bottom of the hour, it's uh, Ambassador Danny Danone. He's Israeli ambassador to the United Nations. He's going to be joining us coming up. Make sure to be tuned in for that, and plenty more happening on this Wednesday morning, including amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmnaam.org. Galitzal Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesday is next. your Tov
2: from JMNA. Galitzal Hashem can run Yevnei. Ima shekorei hashav. T'kret yeri shlishit ha'yom b'kavul hazar le'achar <laughs> shekachol anir ein nora patzmar le'ever koach andasa shel tzal b'tzvona ritzua. Medaverach katabeno Yehonatan Dnei.
4: כוח צה"ל סמוך לגדר בצפון הרצועה, שמע פיצוץ גדול, טנקים משיבו אש לעבר נקודות חשודות, עדיין לא ברור אם אכן נורא פצמר. הפעם לעומת אירועים קודמים נראה שחמאס מעורב בעתקריות האחרונות, מה שנבדק כעת במערכת הביטחון.
2: I called the <laughs> United Kingdom Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn to state clearly the Labour's
5: commitment to fighting anti-Semitism. Mr. Corbin must clarify that anti-Semitic comments are not within legitimized political debate, and that anti-Semitic views should end a politician's career and disqualified from any further public office.
2: Corbin must say that anti-Semitic comments are not legitimate in the political process, and that the actions like this need to career of every public servant, so it's a hard מדריך ביד ושם פוטר, לאחר שאמר במהלך סיור לתלמידי תיכון, היהודים בשואה נרצחו בגלל שהם יהודים, כמו שלושת הניערים. הנה כתאה משימוע שנערך איתו במוזיאון, כפי שפרסמנו לראשונה, בתוכניתו של אראל סגל. אני יכול לביא את הלבדים בתולוז, כדוגמה, כשנרצחו בשאלו איתם יהודים. מה, אז עוד 40 שנה אנחנו מפין להגיד פה שלא נרצחו שישם מיליון, כי הוא אנשים שם קובע. לא, אתה
4: צריך להיות ולא
2: סекר שברשת CNN, كلينتون מוביל את ترامب בשלושה 13 אחוזים, כתבת חצות החוץ שירנות.
0: אז ביש סекר שנרחק לפני ניצחונו של ترامب ב印דיאנה, ובמרות לנשיאות בין הילר וקלינטון לבין דונלד ترامب, תישק קלינטון ב54 אחוזים מוח בציبرا אמריקני, בעוד שתרם תישק ל41 אחוזים. עם זאת, תישאר מיתוח הפסרה מהצביים חושמים שההקalkala היא נוסה מה kazib בבחירות, והרוב והונים על סекר אמרו ترامب
2: we have been working with the Sahar of Misrata and the Sahar of the Sahar of the 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 חושב שגם המגזר הציבורי צריכה להיות uh, תקראת שכר מקסימום ומסג האוויר ירידה בטמפרטורות אלה החדשות שעורכת אדר
1: Ashemo ziamo i te ay ay ya she mi vorre e stampo a challo asemo ay vorre e stampo a challo faia asemo vi amo
0: with Yitsi Spinner. It's called Moda Ani here on a JM in the AM Wednesday morning. Uh, tomorrow is the Yom HaShoah Holocaust Remembrance Day. We will have appropriate programming, of course, here at JM in the AM. Um, it reminds me that next week is yet another week featuring some amazing special programming, including on Wednesday, one week from today, Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day. And the Thursday... One week from tomorrow, Yom Ha'atzmood, which this year is being uh, observed on the 4th of E.R. Uh, Mayor Weingarten will join me a week from tomorrow for what has always been an amazing and incredible Yom Ha'atzmood Israel Independence Day special. And I hope you'll join us as well and be tuned in all through this week and next week for all this special programming. Before Yitzhi Spinner, you heard Eighth Day with their Kalbach medley from their live album. Quarter after 7 o'clock, Wednesday morning, 11th day in the counting of the Omer. Danny Danone, uh, United Nations Ambassador from Israel. Is going to be joining us uh, coming up about 20 minutes from now here at JMNAM. Reminder for those of you who are um, uh, Yeshiva League report fans: usually on Tuesdays at this time, like we did yesterday, we have Elliot Weiselberg on. The 2016 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Junior High School uh, Junior High Hockey Tournament happens on Sunday, May 22nd at Yeshiva Hartora on Grand Central Parkway in Queens. Proceeds benefit Hatsala. There will be an auction raffle for autographed jerseys, framed autographed pictures, and a Camp Dovid hockey camp scholarship and more. Information, MWTournament.com. That's MWTournament.com uh, for information on that. And um, we'll speak with Elliot at some point during the, um, the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll speak with him and get a perspective on the uh, tournament. Uh, Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day, as we said, is tomorrow. Tomorrow night, the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills presents Rabbi Shmuel Golden of Congregation Torah in Englewood. The topic, Past Persecutions, Current Confrontations. Echoes from the Torah text. Uh, that is happening at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills tomorrow night, beginning at 7.30 p.m. Rabbi Golden of Avas Torah in Englewood will present. And uh, that is... Um, the Yom HaShoah observance out there in Queens. Um, this week is the Shlissel Challah week, as many of you know. If you're not familiar with it, you could—I <laughs> keep saying—you could search for it online <laughs> and get all the information you need. Uh, it is a key Shlissel Challah Shabbos, and um, <laughs> like I say, I'm sure all the reasons and all the traditions regarding it are available. Out there, if you search for it. Chabad of West Orange has their Schlissel Challah preparation going on tomorrow night, starting at 7.30. dot ChabadWestOrange.com. Information again, ChabadWestOrange.com, or dial 973 818 2937 973 818 2937 for information. A reminder on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, the uh, Lower East Side Challah Bake is taking place tonight, starting at 7.45 at the Orenstein Building on Willett Street. Information you can uh, contact um, the Sisterhood of the Bialystoker Synagogue. Um, Yeshiva Flatbush has a HaShoah presentation entitled Witness Theater happening tomorrow, excuse me, happening tonight, happening tonight, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. tonight at the Yeshiva Flatbush Joel Braverman High School. Uh, 1609 Avenue J in Brooklyn, New York. This unique live performance is the culmination of months of heartfelt collaboration between high school students and self-help's local Holocaust survivors. It's a moving reenactment of their lives, most difficult and poignant moments, as portrayed by student actors and narrated by the survivors themselves. Witness Theater enables these survivors to tenderly pass their memories and legacies from one generation to another, become part of the experience. You are invited to be there. Uh, tonight, starting at 7 p.m., Witness Theater, in honor of a Yom HaShoah, uh, and that's happening at the uh, Yeshiva Flatbush, 1609 Avenue J in Brooklyn. It begins at 7 p.m. tonight, and I got a note from uh, I got a note from one of the um, faculty members at Yeshiva Flatbush so this is a culmination of a long project of select seniors meeting and eating with survivors a few hours every week from September until now. And together they create a series of dramatizations of these survivors' stories before, during, and after the war. It's a form of drama therapy, and obviously a unique education for the senior class. So, witness theater tonight—that's happening at the Yeshiva of Flatbush. Uh The Orthodox Jewish, the Orthodox Jewish uh, Nurses Association, has their annual conference coming up on Thursday. May the 19th, Thursday, May the 19th, the Orthodox Jewish Nurses Association is going to be meeting at the Teaneck Jewish Center on Sterling Place in Teaneck, New Jersey. Topics relevant to the Jewish patient population and to the Jewish nurse include legal employment and discrimination issues, breast and ovarian cancer, laughter is the best medicine, care of the special needs population, perinatal loss and, uh, and bereavement. I assume it's supposed to be prenatal loss and bereavement, teens at risk in substance abuse, care of the Shoah survivor, Kavod HaMait, and there will be many speakers, including uh, Chaim Book, Shira Dubitsky, Neil Goldberg, Chani Herman, Riva Judas, Sarah Kagan, Toby Weiss, and Rabbi Elchanan Zon. They're all part of the Orthodox Jewish Nurses Association annual conference coming up in Teaneck, New Jersey, on Thursday, May the 19th. There'll be a Cholov Yisrael a breakfast and lunch provided, and um, information. You could find them on Facebook or register at OJNA. That's Orthodox Jewish Nurses Association, OJNA Conference 2016. There's also an email address. Make it a little easier on everybody. Jewish Nurses at Gmail. Dot com. Again, that's Jewish Nurses at Gmail. Dot information on that. And just back to the uh, Yom HaShoah programming for a moment. West Side Institutional Synagogue tomorrow night starting at 7.30 with Mincha, followed by a film screening, will present Strength and Dignity, the Holocaust Memoirs of Leah Sharf." It's going to be happening at the West Side Institutional Synagogue on West 76th Street starting tomorrow night 7.30 p.m. with Mincha. 212-877-7652 for information. 212-877-7652. For information. More coming up, you're listening to JM in
1: the AM. Ei luje mayotzin, ei lúba, ei lua z nifgashin y orba a feta. ojo Kudató
0: Udi Davidi and Yismach Chattani. Shlomo Katz before that, Eluva Elu Ba'elu. Wednesday morning, day 11 in the counting of the Omer. 51 degrees, showers, and a high temperature of 54. I thank you for joining us. A couple of other notes regarding the Yom HaShoah commemorations. There's one happening tonight uh, brought to you by the Jewish Federation of Greater Metro West here in New Jersey. Uh, tonight at 645 at the Kane University Wilkins Theater for the Performing Arts, it's the annual Yom HaShoah Commemoration Justice after the Holocaust, and Abe Foxman is this year's keynote speaker, National Director Emeritus of the Anti-Defamation League. He'll be there tonight starting at 645. Information, you can contact the Jewish Federation of Greater Metro West. That looks like a very interesting program. Also, a Yom HaShoah commemoration tonight at 730 at Avas Torah on Broad Avenue in Englewood, New Jersey. Co-sponsored by Avas Torah, the East Hill Synagogue, Kehillat Kesher, Congregation Kol Hashama, and the Moriah School. Information for tonight, 730 p.m. in Englewood, 201 568 and I think we've gone through the information that we have regarding Yom HaShoah observances. Ambassador Danny Danone will join us next. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonish Masar of Zevin, of Yosef and Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk.
6: Good morning. The Tamil and Yavumas tells us Rabbi Akiva had 12,000 pairs of Talmudim. They all died at the same time because they didn't treat each other with respect. To illustrate the prestige and stature of Rabbi Akiva's Talmudim, we're going to describe the greatness of the great Tana Rameer Balanes. He was one of Rabbi Akiva's students. The Talmud tells us in Erevin, in his generation, there was none that was equal to him. We have to understand, why wasn't the Halacha determined according to his views? It's because his colleagues could not fathom the depths of his mind. He was called mayor because he enlightened the sages in Aloha. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi said that the reason he personally was sharper than his colleagues was because he sat behind the great Rabbi Mayer. Had he sat facing him, he would have even been sharper. Nevertheless, when he came to learn with Rabbi Akiva, he couldn't grasp his lectures and he went to learn by Rabbi Shmuel. He then returned to Rabbi Akiva and ultimately sat at the head. All 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva were of this caliber. When the plague hit these 24,000 Talmidim because they didn't give honor to each other, the entire world was left desolate. Rashi explains that the mitzvah of Hadar to refers to honoring a sage or one who has acquired wisdom. The halacha is that two Tamidei Chachamim do not have to stand up for each other. It's sufficient for them to acknowledge each other. We learned that 930 different types of death were created in the world. The Tamidim of Rabbi Akiva were afflicted with the most dreadful one. Why was this their fate? What provoked the anger of Hashem in this manner? The Marsha writes that it's possible that they spoke Losh Har about each other. But this is difficult for us to understand, for it's not mentioned explicitly, nor are we inclined to hunt for Averis that one might have committed. Reb of the Mer clarifies the Marsha by citing Rashi's statement in Bereshis. Yaakov Avinu was afraid that he didn't deserve to be saved from Esav, and perhaps he had sinned. The Ramban points out that Yaakov himself testified that he had lived with Lovon, and he guarded the 613 mitzvahs, whereas Esav committed five major averis in one day. He notes, though, that Sadikim are always fearful of sin. Was Yaakov afraid of the two mitzvahs in which Esav excelled, Kibber Aim and Yishuv Eretz Yisroel? It's explained that Yaakov was the superior of the others. He was held responsible for even the most minor infraction. For Esav, who had cast off the the yoke of the heavenly kingdom, his two mitzvahs were indeed very significant. We learned that Hashem is very exacting with tzaddikim; They are held to a higher standard. Rabbi Akiva expounded and exemplified the mitzvah of loving one's friend. By not giving honor to one another, as the Tamidim of Rabbi Akiva, they were held accountable for the lapse. It was considered as if they had spoken Lushanhara Hara about their colleague. That is the reason why their deaths were warranted. For this reason, during this time of year, we strive for Tikkun amidos to improve our personality traits. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm.
0: J.M. the AM, we'll get back to A-Time Cats in just a couple of minutes. It's Wednesday morning, day 11 in the counting of the Omer, and I thank everybody for joining us. Uh, An honor to welcome back to this uh, program the uh, Israeli ambassador to the uh, United Nations, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations, the Honorable Danny Danone, who is with us live via telephone. He has a significant announcement uh, to make regarding an event that's going to be happening a few weeks from now. Um, centered around the United Nations, and we get to speak to him about the, uh, about things in general as well. Mr. Ambassador, welcome back to JM and the AM.
7: Good morning, Nachum. It's great to be back on your show.
0: I appreciate that. It was wonderful seeing you over Pesach, and I hope the Chag was great. And uh, now, now I guess it's back to the uh, to the regular uh, daily battles that you have to fight. And boy, oh boy, it seems uh, based on your activity at the UN and what we're reading and seeing that you are in fact fighting a lot of battles. How have you found the job so
7: far? Well, I knew before assuming the position that it will not be easy but I didn't realize that we will have, every day, constant attacks against Israel. And that's what we are doing. We're fighting back. We're standing proud and tall against our enemies. And unfortunately, we feel the focus in the U.N. is still about Israel, regardless of what's happening in Syria, in Yemen, in North Korea, Iran, still the focus is on Israel. But, but we are fighting back, and I think people appreciate
0: that. No, no question about it. I know that uh, people who care about Israel around the world certainly appreciate it. One of the things you pointed out last week um, uh, when I spoke with you was the the relationships that you have formed and that continue to form behind the scenes. We we would be surprised, and I know that there's not much of this you could say on the air in terms of specifics, but we would be surprised at some of the positive relationships that you've been able to establish at the United Nations?
7: I was very surprised to see the gap, the difference between the public UN and the private UN. Publicly, we see the show, we see uh, the announcements against Israel, but privately, when I sit it with ambassadors, some of them can be Arab ambassadors. It, it is different. Uh, they appreciate Israel. I can even say sometimes they, they even admire Israel. And I think it is very interesting to see what we can do and achieve with quiet diplomacy.
0: Do they sometimes look at Israel in amazement? Would would some of them point out to you how they can't believe what Israel's been able to achieve in so many different areas over this very short period of time?
7: Absolutely. And and we discuss the issue that Israel is a miracle. Despite uh, the challenges that we have uh, in terms of security, and I was a deputy minister of defense and a minister in the cabinet, we know it's very demanding, it's very hard. But still we are able to build a strong democracy to continue to become a start-up nation. And I think people appreciate that That despite all the challenges and the bad neighborhood that we live in, <laughs> we are capable of showing every day where we are going and actually leading, leading the world.
0: Israel's ambassador to the United Nations, the Honorable Danny Danone, with us live via telephone. On May the 31st, a forum entitled Ambassadors Against BDS, a conference which will include an opening plenary session in the United Nations General Assembly Hall, will take place under your leadership. That is one of the big announcements that you've made recently. Why is it necessary to have an event, Ambassadors Against BDS?
7: Now we we all understand that uh, BDS, is a new form of anti Semitism. And today, uh, unfortunately, we see many people who are anti Semites. They say we do not uh, support Israel. We call for a, a boycott against Israel. And we're also seeing in, in the UN, when the UN the Human Rights Council decided to create a, a blacklist against uh, Israeli companies, this is unacceptable. We will uh, have a, a major event at the end of May inside the UN where we will discuss these issues. We'll bring leaders from around the world. Students will be able to come and participate. And we will send a clear message that we are here to fight back. We will fight back against the anti-Semitism. We will not sit idly by and watch them bashing Israel and promoting BDS worldwide.
0: Have you gotten any early indication of how your colleagues are going to react to that conference?
7: Uh, You know, from my experience, we need to, to take the lead. When I decided to, to organize a seder a few weeks ago, it was the first seder at the UN, people were skeptical. And, and we had uh, more than 40 ambassadors who sat down for two hours and the Red Agada. It was a very impressive seder. So same with the initiative. We will have thousands of people coming and standing with Israel and saying we will not be quiet. Today we mark the Holocaust Day in Israel. And I think we should learn the lesson, that we should not be quiet when we see anti-Semitism gaining ground.
0: Uh, You write that Israel's mission to the United Nations will host an international gathering of students, organizations, and agencies from around the world to coalesce their efforts, form a unified plan of action, and cultivate ambassadors ready to fight the battle against BDS. It will be the first step in undoing the current trend in which the pro-BDS elements operate unchecked on college campuses. Um, I think there's a debate among Jewish leadership about how strong or maybe how weak the BDS movement actually is on campus. From your vantage point, how would you evaluate the BDS movement in the United States right now?
7: I think we should not and we cannot uh, ignore it. I I spoke in many campuses, uh, and I saw how well organized uh, the BDS activists are. Uh, They are funded, they are organized, and I don't think that it is a threat in terms of the economical uh, consequences, but it is a threat because today students and the uh, next generation, they think twice before they engage with Israel, so I think uh, that's a, a place where Israel and the Jewish community should walk together and, uh, and fight back. Yes, I, I hear the voices of people who say, don't rock the boat, let's wait, maybe it will pass by, I'm not there, I, I think we have to stand up, we have to walk together we will have all the major Jewish organizations that will sponsor this event will be part of us. I think the message will be we will not be quiet. We will fight until we defeat the BDS movement.
0: Ambassador Danone, will, will this conference attract students from around the country, students who are trying to fight the BDS battle?
7: Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I'm taking this advantage to, to invite leadership from all around the U.S. to come and join us. And not only Jews, we have been approached by, by Christians, even by Muslims, who say we want to be part of it. We are tired of seeing what we are seeing on campuses, uh, and I would be very happy to see uh, thousands of students coming from all over and taking part in this important event.
0: Ambassadors Against BDS, May 31st at the UN General Assembly Hall. It's where the opening plenary session will be, plus a series of professional panels on subcategories related to these efforts. All today's sessions aimed at creating a united front in the battle against BDS. Battle is the right word, and everybody has to be battle-ready, that's for sure. And it seems that you're battle-ready every single day. Has this been, Once you've gotten back after the holiday, has this been a relatively quiet week at the U.N., or is there plenty of activity and action?
7: You don't have a quiet week at the U.N. At home. <laughs> this coming Friday, there will be a informal hearing of the Security Council where the Palestinians demand protection. Uh, this is an absurd. They will have a, a hearing about protection to the Palestinians. We saw the stabbing, the shootings in Israel, and the Palestinians come here and and demand protection. So, you know, every day we have something that we have to face. Uh, But, you know, I I believe in what I am doing, and I, I think that if we will believe, we will prevail.
0: Well, you're doing an amazing job, and it's much appreciated, as I said, from around the world, from people who care about Israel. May 31st, I hope that a lot of people, leadership... Ambassadors, That's your department. I'm hoping that you're able to attract <clears throat> many ambassadors and your colleagues from around the world to join you, plus, of course, students from around the United States to come and be part of this uh, Ambassadors Against BDS. Ambassador Danone Kalakavod, thank you so much for joining us.
7: Thank you very much, Nahum.
0: Ambassador Danny Danone, he is the uh, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations. Uh, May 31st, a significant event, Ambassadors Against BDS, as he announced right here. And... Um, He continues an amazing uh, effort and battle on so many different fronts and on so many different days at the United Nations. More coming up at 17 minutes before 8 o'clock. You're listening to JM in the AM.
1: I'm a good i na ga sai da dai ni shamsa shame rai shi kai sing ra da May I find
0: the AM, Wednesday morning, day 11 in the counting of the Omer. Thanks for tuning in. If you're having trouble listening on the radio, or if you know somebody who might have uh, some difficulty listening where they are, uh, make sure you check out the app, the NSN app, which is a perfect way to listen, or go to your computer at jmdm.org. um Those are a couple of good recommendations, uh, that's for sure. Six minutes before 8 o'clock, 51 degrees, showers, and a high temperature of 54 Wednesday here at JM and the AM, with a reminder that tomorrow is Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day. We will have appropriate programming between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to join us for that. And while we're on the topic of special programming, keep in mind that next week on Wednesday, Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day. Next week on uh, Thursday, Yom HaTzmut, Israel Independence Day. Those are always special days for us and for the entire Jewish world. Make sure to join us right here at JM and the AM. J M The A M. Achenu from Nefesh Wednesday morning, another hour to go here at J M The A M. Then my conversation with Russell Robinson, CEO of J N F. It's coming up at nine o'clock on J M The dot org and of course on the N S N app. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsor WFMU Star Orange W M F U Mount Hope Rockland County at ninety one point nine in the F M dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jmnam.org, and, of course, on the NSN app. That's the uh, amazing tune from Aaron Razel on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. Reminder: tomorrow is Yom HaShoah. We will commemorate it with appropriate programming as we uh, get into a period of time, a time of year that has some uh, significant special shows here at JMM, including next week when Yom HaZikaron Israel Memorial Day takes place on Wednesday, and then Yom HaTzimut, the big celebration, takes place, uh, Israel Independence Day on Thursday. We will present them like no one else can, and I hope you'll be with us all through those special programs to uh, help us commemorate those days and uh, keep in mind just how important they are, important to remember and important to celebrate. JM and the AM, day 11 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. The uh, mission to Washington that everyone seems to be talking about is the NORPAC mission. The NORPAC annual mission to Washington takes place on Wednesday, May the 18th. That is uh, two weeks from today. You can go and register by going to NORPAC.net. That's NORPAC.net, and uh, one of the um, uh, people who is so involved with NORPAC and has been able to uh, tell us very um, uh, very uh, directly why it's so important for people to participate is Dr. Richie Schlossel, who is with us live via telephone. Dr. Schlossel, welcome back to JM in the AM.
8: Thank you, Nahum. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you and uh, to uh, talk to your listeners who are such big parts of uh, Jewish uh... activism and uh... jewish leadership in the uh, in the greater jewish community
0: pretty amazing how this NORPAC mission has grown to the point where you are today huh
8: we uh... we started out with a few dozen people uh... we met a few uh, congressmen here and there uh... years ago last year we had about fifteen hundred people and uh... it's not just amazing to us but when the members of congress come to speak to us senators national leaders and they look out at that crowd they are not only amazed, but they're very impressed and they're very much persuaded uh, by the citizen activism.
0: Well, that's one thing that you always told us, is that uh, people out there don't realize, uh, those who are more on the front lines like yourself do, uh, how much this can sway opinion, can influence people, can open up their eyes to certain truths that they may not be familiar with. And you've seen this happen countless times.
8: Uh, All the time. uh, We get uh, feedback from all of our members uh, that uh, they went to a congressman or senator's office spoke to them about an issue or a piece of legislation that the congressman or senator wasn't even aware of. And uh, we drummed up support for so many important things that uh, never had support uh, before we got there. Things like uh, Hezbollah sanction, which had only 24 co sponsors, and uh, within a few weeks uh, after our mission, when we talked it up, had more than 400. Iran sanctions against petroleum so that Iran couldn't uh, bring petroleum into their country. Also, dozens of people ended up passing with uh, overwhelming majorities in the House. So the, the NORPAC mission makes very, very real impact in a very real way.
0: Dr. Richard Schlissel with us live via telephone. The mission is two weeks from today. People need to register by going to the website NORPAC.net. One of the things you've been very successful with over the last many years is the uh, school participation. High schools actually send students, students themselves, who organize groups and, uh, you know, end up doing the entire thing themselves, the entire project themselves, frankly. Uh, They spend the day in Washington. How has school registration been so far this year?
8: School is great. Um, I think uh, close to a third or so of uh, the people who attended our mission uh, last year uh, were people uh, under the age of 20, uh, high school students, college students, um, parents who bring their kids, grandparents who bring their grandchildren, tell us it's the most amazing day that they spend near forget about your support for israel which is a given to all your members in the audience just to spend a day with your child going nose to nose with a congressman asking questions speaking uh, in an intelligent way is a phenomenal day and uh, on that note let me just digress for a second Um, in a uh, family uh, matter today's my father's birthday Mm, um, and i wanted to uh, wish him uh, happy birthday and two two things. First of all, continue good health, and that this should be the year that he finally shoots his age in golf. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, one of the favorite pictures that I have in our entire house is a picture of me, my dad, and my son uh, with our jackets and ties in uh, Capitol Hill uh, lobbying uh, Congressman, the three of us together.
0: And advocating for some good causes.
8: That's right. And uh, let me just uh, speak to. Um, A comment that I occasionally hear from people Or maybe a sentiment People might be a little bit On the disappointed side Uh, It's no secret That so many of us And so many in your uh, listening audience Were very disappointed That the Iran nuclear deal passed That's uh, that's no secret But uh, it's also no secret At all That this Iran nuclear deal Which is a terrible deal uh, Was opposed by bipartisan majorities In the House and the Senate And There is continued appetite and interest by those members of Congress and the Senate to pass legislation that will further sanction and financially degrade Iran and all their activities. And there's uh, legislation in front of Congress now that we're going to advocate for, including the Iran Sanctions Act, uh, a bill that sanctions Iran uh, ballistic missile testing, Iran's sponsor for terrorism, terrorism, uh, the ability for Iran to transact its uh, finance uh, in dollars, and then another uh, topic which is of uh, very, very important uh, uh, interest to us is the fact that uh, the administration has signaled that they are uh, consider- considering reassessing the United States' uh, support of Israel at the United Nations. Now, whether that reassessment takes the form of uh, putting forth uh, difficult parameters for Israel for a peace process or holding back a veto and condemnation of Israel or even supporting a Palestinian state, we don't know. But we do know that we have, uh, as one of our talking points, uh, an item that will get the entire weight of the U.S. Congress and U.S. Senate behind any type of effort to impose a settlement on our ally Israel that would be dangerous and that would not be the direct uh, outcome of uh, direct uh, bilateral negotiations between the Israelis and the Palestinians themselves, not through the United Nations.
0: Yeah, a lot to consider and a lot to think about. And, oh, and as you just pointed out, important to point out just how many allies we have.
8: Important. And I just want to say one other thing about pessimism um, and optimism and the ability for us to come through. Uh, our job is to be optimistic, and our job is to do what we can do. Everybody knows that in 1973, during the Yom Kippur War, Israel was in terrible shape. Um, and we also know that uh, later on in the war, President Nixon... Uh, provided an airlift to Israel with hundreds and hundreds of airplanes landing almost every minute with uh, supplies of bullets and tanks and missiles that Israel had simply run out of. What people don't remember is that 1,000 Jews went down to Washington in the middle of that war, and people called their congressmen senators the White House. There was not unanimous support for what President Nixon did, but what those people did in the middle of a much, much darker time in our history was amazing and helped turn the tide of uh, American uh, uh, national policy and so I would say to people we are here to be optimistic we're here to work hard we'll do what we can for everybody who wants to attend the mission you can speak as much as you want or as little as you want we have the talking points made up for you we have bus departures from all over the tri-state area very close to you we'll give you three meals we have vegetarian meals we have everything you could possibly hope for bring your kid bring your grandfather uh, you're going to have a great day, and you're going to make a big impact.
0: the and what you just said about the 73 war, uh, and if you think about it as an addendum to what you just mentioned, uh, what was happening at the White House 30 years earlier vis-a-vis the Jewish community was a lot different, and that was not a long period of time. So we had an opportunity. In the 70s, there was a, an opening. There was a, uh, an opportunity to get to the White House and to... Uh, have some influence, and uh, as you say, it changed the tide of history, that's for sure.
8: Not only an opportunity, Nachum, but I would say one step further, a responsibility. Our parents did it. Uh, We hope our children will do it. It's certainly uh, our time to do it. And uh, we have relationships in Congress, uh, and we uh, intend to continue those conversations and those relationships uh, for the better for the U.S.-Israel relationship.
0: NORPAC's annual mission to Washington two weeks from today, Wednesday, May the 18th, NORPAC.net. That's the best way to register, right?
8: NORPAC.net is the single best way. It's easy. It'll take you close to a minute. If you don't love computers, go to the website. uh, Call Avi Schranz, who is our very capable executive director who does enormous work for it, and you can call Avi and he'll... Register you within uh, about uh, 60 seconds, or you can do it online within about 60 seconds, but it's uh, very, very easy to do.
0: All right, norpac.net, N O R P A C dot net. Dr. Richard Schlossel will be there in Washington, as will over a thousand other people two weeks from today. Dr. Schlossel, Kolaka, votes, you and everybody at Norpac.
8: Thank you so much, Nachum. Thank you for your help.
0: More coming up, 14 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is JM in the AM.
9: A little tree that only seeks to live in peace. To spread my seeds upon the earth and firm my roots within the soil of the land. My father gave to me and his father gave to him. Made by the father of us all. The Woodsman, with an axe poised in his hand, said, it's my sacred duty to clear away this land. And on this place that I call home, I will plant a field of stone. I am but a little tree that only seeks to live in peace. To spread my seeds upon the earth, and firm my roots within the soil of the land my Father gave to me, and this Father gave to me, made by the Father of our all. Sly fox, aloof, cool and remote, said I cannot be distracted by the bloodstains on my coat. I can feel the woodsman's pain. Perhaps the tree should not remain. I am but a
1: little tree that only seeks the to raise. spread my soul. The earth, and by my roots became the soil of the land.
9: interest to see the small tree stay. No, it need not thrive like I, but why not let it stay alive?
0: J.M. in the AM with Mordecai Shapiro, Lo alejo off of the CD Kola Derek. 24 minutes after the hour, Wednesday at J.M. the AM, back on the air at 91.1 FM. There's a power outage at our main transmitter up uh, where 91.1 is. Uh, but now we are back at full strength. Three great radio stations, an amazing stream at J.M. and, of course, an amazing app, the NSN app, uh, which so many people continue to uh, discover and fall in love with, and I'm so happy about that. J.M.N. Wednesday, day 11 in the counting of the Omer. Tomorrow, Yom Hashoah. There are some Yom Hashoah commemorations going on, which we should go through, and we will, uh, before the end of the show. We'll do that one more time. I want to remind the mothers of multiples out there that the Mothers of Multiple Support Group, uh, sponsored by Maimonides Medical Center and Neshe Cares, is going to be meeting on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, May 10th. Mothers of Multiple Support Group, at Maimonides Hall, 950 49th Street in Brooklyn, New York. The topic is happiness or happy less. Uh, Dr. Yael Respler, this coming Tuesday at 8 p.m. with a light buffet dinner, free parking, and a free gift for all attendees. Information it's Matty atlas, Matti Atlas, M A T T I dot atlas at yahoo dot com, M A T T I dot atlas at yahoo dot com. And the Mothers of Multiples, a great group. They meet this coming Tuesday night. Make sure to take advantage if you're a mom of multiples. I want to thank Mayor Cruder of Cruder Photography who continues to be our official, um, uh, photographer when we uh, hit the road and do, uh, remote broadcasts and, um, and the different, uh, whether it be local or international events. And I thank him. You can go to kruder.com for information. If you if you like the uh, albums that we've been posting over the last couple of months, and you like his material, you could uh, find out more. kruder.com k r u t e r dot com. And I thank him very much. Showers today with a high temperature of fifty four. We're at fifty one right now. It is a Wednesday. Tomorrow is Yomar HaShoah. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with r e Kunzler. J.M. and the A.M. Lishu done by um, Aryeh Kunstler here at J.M. and the A.M. Before that, Mordechai Shapiro's Loa Lecha, 8.30 in the morning on this Wednesday broadcast. Robert Katz, uh, who of course uh, everybody out there knows, um, is with us live via telephone. He is one of the people who's extremely excited about the OHEL OXC event that is happening a week from Sunday, on the fifteenth of May, up at Camp Cayley, and yesterday, yesterday he sent me, yesterday he sent me a map of the course. I'm exhausted just looking at the map. Robert Katz, welcome back to JM in the AM.
10: Good morning, Nachum.
0: It's exhausting just looking at what people are going to be doing that day, you know.
10: And the kids, uh, the the, you know, I mean, you look how much there there is at Camp Cayley, so. We're not just covering Camp Cayley itself. We're going deep into the woods around Camp Cayley, too. The five-mile course makes it really fun and really interesting. And I don't even think the campers go that far deep into the woods.
0: It is pretty amazing. You're covering a lot of area and a lot of uh, campgrounds. And everybody out there who has become familiar with Ohel uh O-X-C, the Ohel Extreme Challenge, uh, they know what they're in for. They are in for an incredible obstacle course with some uh, amazing deterrence, (laughs) with some incredible challenges, and they'll be uh, side-by-side with uh, a lot of different people of a lot of different abilities. Isn't that what it's all about, Robert?
10: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do this, um, the place to do this is uh, through O'Hell and, and of course, up at Camp Cayley, um, where we have full inclusion, sleepaway camping, the only one of its kind in the country, and... um, the courses as i showed you Nahum, are basically side-by-side except for the uh... the deep woods area where the adults and those choosing to do the five mile course will uh... traverse into the rest of the course basically takes place on the campus itself and that's what makes this so creative and so fascinating is that we took the natural terrain and beauty of camp Kaylee and we built into it all these obstacles Many of which are uh, capable of being done by people of all abilities. Uh, anyone who was there last year for our first year will never forget the end of the race, where um, one of our uh, one of our uh, uh, clients with with uh, with special needs uh, uh, was determined to finish the actual five mile course, not the one and a half mile course. And in order to complete the course. Volunteers had to get on their hands and knees, and the uh, the racer actually stood on their back and crossed the finish line while standing on their back.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable, I'll tell you.
10: So I mean, it was just uh, it was just an amazing an amazing moment, and I mean, what this course is, is is built to prove is that we all have challenges that we have to overcome, and in today's day and age of and marathons and triathlons, and any other signs you can think of, a simple walkathon. Um, this, we think, is the ultimate challenge of, uh, or the ultimate display of our ability to overcome challenges every day.
0: The website is oheloxc.org. That's oheloxc.org. Everybody can get information about what's happening a week from Sunday up at Camp Kaylee. Now, how does the day work? Everyone arrives either through, uh, uh, through their own private means or if they want to go with you guys up there, correct?
10: Correct. We offer transportation from various locations by bus. Uh the org website will have that information. The day basically starts at eight AM up at Camp Cayley and we go in waves. We we, we we do men, we do women, we do families, um, and then um, we have a whole bunch of volunteers uh who come up and um, and uh, volunteer for the day and then they get to run the course uh after everyone else is done. Uh last year uh, Shilo Zilberberg from Cedarhurst ran the uh, full course that you're looking at, Nahum on the map, and that's available on the web in an in incredible 48 minutes. Wow! Uh, <laughs> um, but the average person probably takes an hour and a half to two hours for the uh, for the course to complete. Um, we offer breakfast buffet, and then we have a big barbecue lunch. Um, and there's activities for the kids up at camp to keep them busy, and the families, those who aren't participating in the one-and-a-half-mile course run. Um, And uh, there are cheering sections. And, I I mean, you know, when you think about it, this year we've changed things up. The very last and final 30-second obstacle is a mud dumpster. Oh,
0: a mud dumpster. That sounds like fun.
10: Where you get Dropped into a mud dumpster and mm. have to crawl your way through the mud dumpster and then uh, get out and cross the finish line. And we can't wait. We will be waiting with cameras ready, taking photos of people as they uh, crawl out of the mud dumpster to the finish line. There's obviously more conventional, you know, 10 feet high walls to climb, 12 feet high wall, uh, cargo nets to climb. There's the low crawl military, you know, those. Right military low crawl scenes that you see in the Army training videos, we, we certainly have a couple of those. So it'll be a lot of
0: fun. I was wondering what was attracting me to the event. It must have been the mud dumpster. That's what it is. Robert Katz is with us live via telephone. You tele- are made. <laughs> Not
10: when you are made
0: for a mud dumpster. <laughs> He's with us live via telephone, dot org to register, see the sponsor participants to support the cause, pick somebody who's going to be... Uh, uh, volunteering to do this course uh a week from Sunday and sponsor them. Whatever you want is on the website, oheloxc.org. And, um it, by, by the way, we should point out, because you mentioned nice buffet, bar, barbecue, et cetera, uh, people do get a chance to clean up before they sit down to eat, right? We
10: wouldn't let them in the dining room of Cam <laughs> <Tim> Kaley otherwise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so people
0: should we, think they're going to the... Have-
10: we have major hoses and we have major showers and hot water. There man.
0: you go. So there'll be plenty of time for everybody to to be uh, to be okay and in a better state when they sit down for that post race. What I would suspect is going to be a very satisfying post race barbecue. That's for sure.
10: It, it's it's satisfying and celebratory as should all big festive. Jewish Meals <laughs> be Amen um, to
0: that. <laughs> Amen and, to that. Um,
10: participants are, are, are asked to give and or get, in other words, uh, give and or raise $1,000. Right. That comes to Camp Kaley. If you're a college student, that number is $500. Right. If you're a high school student, and we have lots of high school students doing this, from DRS to MTA to TAVC to Frisch, um, we're we're. Uh, we're asking for a $250 commitment, which really is not, is not a lot at all. And um, even those who can't make it up to Kent Cayley and can't participate, this is new this year. Uh, uh, first of all, our chairs, Ben Englander, Arya Jacobson, Morty Schwartz, and Aton Kestin have once again done a fantastic job. This year, one of our lead sponsors is none other than Modell's. Mm, nice. and, and not only will there be a raffle for a major gift certificate, two major gift certificates to Modell's, but even if you cannot make it up to Camp Cayley, if you email oxc at org, oxc at org, we will email you, our special Models OXC coupon, Ooh. where you can go into Models, get, I think, 10 or 15% off your purchase, and then they, Models, will donate some of that money back to O-Health.
0: Nice. All right. To win-win, as they say.
10: So we have a good deal going with Models. We're very excited about that, and people just have to email OXC at dot to get their Models uh, coupons. Um, other than that um it's it's an incredibly unique event it's wild it's fun you do need to be fit you do need to be in pretty good shape um you know it is it is uh it is uh quite the uh it is quite the experience and and you need to have a little bit of uh, uh ability to to go through all this and um even even led by our CEO David Mandel who's going to be doing it for the second year in a row to uh the youngest eight-year-old, seven-year-old who runs the one-and-a-half-mile course, it really is for all ages, and it's built for people with all abilities and disabilities.
0: All right. Uh, support it, everybody. dot org. Support the OL Extreme Challenge. You want to be part of it. There's time left. It's 10 days, but you've got to register and get into it ASAP by going to the website registering and taking advantage of a very fun and challenging day up at Camp Kaylee oh, OXC dot is the website Robert Katz I thank you best regards to the mud dumpster and <laughs> Nahum,
10: uh, we'd like to name the mud dumpster in honor of, of, of J.M. and the aim hmm. that's okay hmm. we haven't had a sponsor yet for the mud dumpster um, let me know though let me know though whether I should reserve in your name the 12- foot high cargo nets the, um, low, uh, air, the low the low crawl military uh, area, the mud dumpster, or the barbecue?
0: I could see a big NSN logo on the opening wall of the challenge maybe that's the way we'll go, we'll see <laughs> 10 feet high can't imagine why nobody's sponsored the mud dumpster yet. <laughs> Alright Rob, thank you so much enjoy, oh hello xc.org everybody make sure to call, or I should say make sure to log on register, be part of it and of course support it. 20 minutes before 9 o'clock this is JM in the AM mmm mm-hmm.
1: Satan <laughs>
0: the Y studs tomorrow Yom HaShoah Holocaust Remembrance Day make sure to be tuned in we'll have appropriate programming here at JMN many many people thank God are remembering Yom HaShoah and commemorating it Holocaust Remembrance Day at the um, West Side Institutional Synagogue is uh, going to be tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m. starting with Mincha the screening of Strength and Dignity the Holocaust Memoirs of Leah Sharf it's a documentary film again Mincha 7.30 followed by the film and then Q&A um with Mrs. Leia Sharf and her children. Again, uh, that's tomorrow at Institutional Synagogue, West 76th Street in uh, New York City. Um Yom HaShoah program at Yeshiva Flapbush is tonight. It's Witness Theater. This is where uh, select seniors have been meeting and eating with survivors a few hours each and every week starting in September, and together they've created a series of dramatizations of these survivors' stories before, during, and after the war. It's a form of drama therapy. Yom presentation happening at uh, Yeshiva Flatbush, 1609 Avenue J, tonight beginning at 7 p.m. They call it Witness Theater. Information contact the Yeshiva Flatbush. It's tonight, again, beginning at 7 p.m. For what we are told, it is a unique and very, very interesting presentation, and I would bet it is. That sounds like a unique concept for sure. Um, Trying to see what else we have for you. Avas Torah in Englewood has a Yom HaShoah observance that happens uh, tonight. Um, That is beginning. Oh, I had it here in front of me. I apologize. That is beginning tonight. (laughs) So many different piles of paper here. Uh, yeah, Avas Torah tonight at 7.30. Uh, five synagogues from the area in Englewood, New Jersey, sponsoring the Yom HaShoah presentation. It's tonight, 7.30 at 240 Broad Avenue in Englewood. Phone number 201-568-1315. 201-568-1315. Yom HaShoah with Rishmuel Golden, the guest speaker, tomorrow night uh, at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills. 7.30 tomorrow night. The topic is past persecutions, current confrontations. Echoes from the Torah text. Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance. With her by uh, Golden, that'll be he'll be the guest speaker at the Young Israel of Garden Hills tomorrow night, beginning at 7:30 p.m. So a lot going on. We hope everybody has an opportunity, in some way, shape, or form, to commemorate Yom HaShoah. Kudos to the schools, the yeshivas out there that are spending time on it tomorrow. We will spend some time on it tomorrow, of course, and uh, I hope everybody uh, uses the opportunity to spread the word of why it's so important to remember, even all these years later. Maybe I should say especially. All these years later. Next week, it's Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day, and then Yom HaZikaron, Israel Independence Day. Uh, it's happening um, uh, next week on Wednesday and Thursday, the third and fourth of E.R. this year. So make sure to be tuned in for our special commemorations and celebration. Uh, again, Yom HaZikaron on Wednesday, Israel Memorial Day. Thursday will be Yom HaZikaron, myself and Mayor Weingarten here in studio at JM in the AM.
3: A. I want to be wow. A. who want to
1: be
3: Oy vey, I forgot to buy wine. Elia who comes walking in. Four cups for me and one cup for him. Eliyahu,
1: on a
0: A little schlockapella. Some folks don't realize that Lenny Solomon had uh, released that uh, that album specifically with uh, Sphere and the Three Weeks in Mind. So there he is with schlockapella at JM in the AM. A reminder tomorrow is Holocaust Remembrance Day. Appropriate programming, of course, here at JM in the AM between 6 and 9. Uh, next week, Israel Memorial Day and Israel Independence Day. Again, appropriate programming, as you would suspect. We'll do all of that um, in the... Uh, uh, next week on Wednesday, uh, for Yom HaZikaron, Israel, Memorial Day, on Thursday for Yom HaZmud, Israel's, uh, 68th birthday, right? I believe it's 68 at this point. Uh, on Thursday next week here at JMNAM. Achene Israel and Achene brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsor, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Brockland County at 91.9, in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. From the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, org. My conversation with uh, Russell Robinson, CEO of the JNF, is coming up next at org, And, of course, uh, on the stream, you can um, uh, hear amazing programming all through the day if you keep it where you have it right now at jmnam.org. Uh, tomorrow, Yom HaShoah. Make sure to join us. Until uh, then, Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.